nobody cares about 203. You know? Like I all think the this hoopla, is 202. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't count. I'm really bad <laughs> at mouth. Guess uh, what? People okay. care even less about 202. Yeah, 203 is at least one more. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that's better. I don't know. It's the 13th and a half floor. Anyway, um, this is a podcast. We talk about math and all things math. We're mathletes. Really, we were just talking about numbers. We're not even talking about math. It's just numbers. Uh, I'm so Corey. What Kraft. is the difference between math and numbers? Corey? Well, with with math, you take the numbers and you make them do things. You do sometimes things they don't want to do, or sometimes things I don't want to do with numbers. You still have a gizmo on your head. I do. I I haven't taken the mask off. Side talks. It's a podcast. Let's talk about movies. What's this shit? Yeah, nice and nice and easy, nice and easy. All right, well, let's hear it. I'm ready to guess. You're ready to guess. Let's uh, throw throw something at me. Good deal. Um, Okay, so it's a scene. Okay, it's a movie. I think I know what it is. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, There's a a large gentleman Uh standing in front of a classroom. Do you know what it is? Um, How young are the children in the classroom? They're little, little bitty. Like say kindergarten age. They are. Are we talking kindergarten? Oh my god. You got it. I can't even believe you it. You son of a bitch. All right. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Wait, hold on. You like discipline. <laughs> well, I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. You're not going to have your mommy's run behind you anymore and wipe your little bushes. Oh, no. It's time now to turn this mush into muscles. No more complaining. No more Mr. Kim left to go to the bathroom. Nothing. There is no bathroom. <laughs> That's my baby, my favorite line. There is no bathroom. Anyway, it keeps going. I have seen this movie three dozen times. Yeah. Probably. I used to watch this movie as a child um, because I, I liked, I don't know, seeing movies with kids in them. And I liked Arnold and his voice is always fun. And the movie gets bizarrely serious and turns into kind of an action thriller near the yeah. end, um, which is always uh, delight. I kind of like Kindergarten Cop. I really want to just memorize that entire speech and just do that in my classroom. You should. Oh, anyway, I told y'all he was going to get it quick, but I didn't even blink an eye, and he had it. I mean, I I think he got it literally from there's a large man standing in front of a classroom. I mean, there are only so many se- scenarios right, that that could be. All right, Kindergarten Cop. You oh, what a great movie! Yeah, way to go, Corey. And now a look at what we're watching this week. Oh, Corey, guess what I'm watching? What have you been watching? I've been watching movies. Um, <laughs> All right, shut her down, everybody. The, here's the first one. Okay. It is a absolute piece of shit. Uh-oh. It is a terrible, terrible film. Is this a movie I like? It's called Hanging Up. No, and this is, is not a movie I like. This is, is the shit show. The, the Nora Ephron or Delia Ephron movie. I think so, With yeah. uh, Diane Keaton and Meg Ryan and... Elderly Walter Matthau in his last mo- and, um, movie. And Phoebe, what's uh, Lisa Kudrow? Uh, Lisa Kudrow, right. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I, I, I there sometimes th- things take a turn for me. Uh-huh. And I start getting angry. <laughs> I, start, I start getting really mad. I'm pissed off. And I've, you know, I do it a few I, I, the times. I've mentioned where I'm you know, in a Harmony, Harmony Korean film or something, and I get up and I walk out. And I, there's something that takes over, and I become this just like, like Gran Torino or something, where I'm just, Ness, I'm pissed off. You know? And I was feeling it in this. It starts out where, well, I thought we were going to get past it for some reason. Uh-huh. I had faith in this film because it's a not a bad cast. No, that's a great cast. I had faith. And I was taken by the cover, 
The cover looked like they were wacky and having a good time. Talking on the phone. Talking on the phone. Hanging up. You know, I was like, okay, we're going to get somewhere good with this. And I and I like Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan has that haircut where clearly a stylist came and before every single shot sure. cut, cut her hair. Yeah. It's yep. like so. Anyway, um, Walter Matthau in this thing is so nasty and so grumpy and so offensive. And he's just sort of moving through this film, pissing people off, do acting misbehaving from showing up at like a grandson's birthday party drunk yeah. and, and knocking things over and scaring kids to making sexually lewd comments to a nurse in a hospital to just sort of putting his, his daughter, making his daughter played by Meg Ryan uh, specifically feel really bad about herself. Mm-hmm. And at no point does he redeem himself and at no point does it stop. But yet we're supposed to get to some place where we feel sentimental about him. And it, I mean, I'm telling you, 90% of this thing is literally Walter Matthau acting badly. Yeah, being a crotchety old bastard. And everybody's thing, like, well, he's our crotchety old bastard, I, I guess. I can't stand this film. I cannot. It For a film that I thought would at least be benign, No, uh, it pissed me off. So I, I have not seen this in its entirety. That should Ugh. tell you enough right there. Right. Uh, quite bad. I shouldn't have seen it in its entirety. I don't um, know what I was doing. I was hanging in there. Hanging uh, up in there. Uh-huh. In ha- Okay. Yeah, I know. Well, what else have you been watching? Anything yeah, better? Yeah, bad. I mean, it is, y'all, it is terrible. <laughs> um, I don't know how to say it. La Liste? La Liste? Oh, that's the, the uh, skiing movie, the right? skiing film. This thing's nuts. Yeah? It is absolutely nuts. Hmm. I mean, it's people skiing, you know, see that wall right there, Corey? Just imagine skiing down it. Uh, but no, But for hundreds and hundreds scary. of miles. <laughs> it is wild. And it is It is definitely, it's got that Red Bull money. That's mm, clear. Yeah. Um, but it, it is It is an adventure adventure sports film. Very commercial, very slick. But if if you want to see people doing things that human beings really shouldn't even be able to do, it's it's a great one. And I'm so glad that I saw it at Sidewalk on the big screen yeah. because it was really cool to see it. It wouldn't it wouldn't have translated the same on a on a most folks television set at least. And and of course the sound and the and the cinema helped too. So it was a really I, I I'm a sucker for a sports film. Um, and you know I like everybody else I love I love you know, what's happening now with, with sports films and that what wouldn't have been possible 20 years ago is now possible because just honestly, because of a GoPro. Yeah. Digital photography has become so lightweight and portable and, and really spectacularly clear over the past 20 it's, years. It's kind of amazing. So things that we wouldn't have normally been able to see, we can really see now. Mm-hmm. And it, it really, it, 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 uh, moves between drone footage and GoPro footage, and f- I think that this is this is the format for that, right? Yeah. This this is this is the arena for that kind of filmmaking. Um, I'm pretty tired of indie films with drone shots, to be honest. Yeah, me too. But I am not tired of. I mean, this is where it's appropriate, right? I'm not tired of being able to witness something I wouldn't normally be able to witness because we're able to get a drone in there, and so it cuts a lot between you know the GoPro and the drone. There's one situation in particular. It's an interesting um and i'm not spoiling anything by saying this there's an interesting structure to it and that oftentimes these kind of films tend to work up to a moment of you know somebody having a really bad accident in in the sport or somebody Mm -hmm. sort of not being able to perform in the sport anymore or this sort of climactic moment where you know they 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 do it or they don't kind of thing and i'm not suggesting that that's that that's not completely the case here but i will say that there is a really tragic terrible accident moment that happens mm. and they get it out of the way in the first 20 minutes and s- opposed to sort of building everything to it. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting approach. Um, and it, and it 
causes things to wrap up in a little bit of a different way than I expected. Hmm. And that was kind of neat. So I recommend this film. Again, you do feel a little like you're watching a, you know, just a, 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 high, a Red Bull commercial in some ways because that that money tends to take you those places. It's, it's like adrenaline filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's still cool. Yeah, I'm into it. I like those movies. Yeah, I like seeing um, people do crazy shit that I will never, right. ever, right. ever, ever do. It's really fun to to be <laughs> like ski, right? Or just be cold. That's yeah. the other thing. It's yeah, like I'm exactly. Like, I just like sitting in the seat and being fairly warm, even though I mean, there uh, just being surrounded by snow psychologically will make you a little cold. Yeah. But I'm I'm feeling fairly warm, and I I can go get a coffee, and I can lean back, and um, my skull's probably not going to crack <laughs> open. Probably not. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But. Chances oh, are. Oh, yeah. So that's what I've been watching. What have you been watching? Well, so last time we did this segment, I promised I'd come back with a second um, little batch of Sundance movies. Virtual Sundance just ended. Um, and I don't have much to talk about there. I wanted to bring up um, a movie I know you were looking forward to called Am I Okay? Um, directed by Tig Notaro yeah. and her wife, Stephanie Allen. Um, and Am I Okay? is kind of a – it's a more conventional sort of broadly appealing comedy um, than I think um, I expected. You know, it's produced by Will Ferrell, so that should give you sort of the idea of the vibe they're going for. It's kind of like a Judd Apatow-style bro comedy, like the 40-year-old virgin or something like that, but perhaps less crass uh, and certainly more female-oriented. The the leads here are... um, uh, Dakota Johnson uh, and Sonoya M- Mizuno. I'm probably fucking that up. I don't have. I mean, her name that sounds up. like a name that you um, could be forgiven for messing up. So, I, Sonoya Mizuno is yeah. her name. She's a she's a Japanese British actress who you may recall from Ex Machina. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Dakota Johnson's character is in her 30s, and she realizes quite late in life that she is a lesbian and um, Sonoya Mizuno plays her best friend who is about to take a job um, overseas in London. Um, and, and these two storylines kind of happen concurrently, right? As, as Dakota Johnson's character sort of comes to understand herself a little bit better and trepidatiously enter the dating scene, um, in Los Angeles, uh, for the first time while, um, her friend, uh, sort of navigates her own sort of personal upheaval in the wake of this big move. It's conventional, but it's a crowd pleaser. And the, the Sundance audience was a little bit hard on it, I thought. Yeah. But but I, I liked it. I thought it was really funny um, and enjoyable. And if not, you know, sort of – it doesn't reinvent the wheel, right? Sure. It's still a broad, appealing comedy. But there's something to be said for a nice, broad, appealing comedy. Um, with some I, different content. Yeah, with with a slightly different perspective. Um, so there's there's nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, it's something that that I think would be a a pretty um, uh, it could draw an audience if comedies drew audiences anymore. It was purchased by HBO Max. So well, this is why they don't draw audiences yeah. anymore. Because you know, there's no, there isn't a big draw to go sit in a theater and watch uh, and watch a comedy. Really, there's really not. And I don't um, understand that because the best experiences I've ever had with comic comic films have clearly been in packed houses. Yeah, but you're not going to get a packed house. So see what I'm saying? It is a a bit of a. It's a self fulfilling prophecy, though. You 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 bet that 
these movies won't attract audiences, so you don't even bother to try. Right. No, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that, you know, I, I would love for some of these comedies to take an approach that that some other genres of film have taken yeah. where you kind of go, nope, this deserves a theatrical run. And we're going to announce that we're going to say only in theaters. This yeah. film is only of av- and really mean that not only available in theaters. And then four days later, we're going to put it on VOD, right? Let people have a chance to go see it in a theater with a packed house. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a bit so of a box, shame sorry. that this and a lot of other Sundance movies, sure. frankly, are bypassing the theatrical route altogether and premiering on streaming. Um, disappointing, but that's the world that we that's live in. That's the world we live in. Um, so apart from that, I wanted to quickly mention, uh, I've gotten sucked into season one of the relatively new television series, Yellow Jackets, which mm-hmm. airs on Showtime. Um, I know that, that Sam and Brad and I were talking about this the other day. Um, Yellow Jackets rules. It's about uh, it's kind of a dark comic thriller sort of take on Lost meets Lord of the Flies. That's kind of reductive, but it's an all girls uh, high school soccer team in a plane crash. They crash in the wilderness. Terrible things happen, including some alive style cannibalism, potentially some years later um, after they are rescued, however long ago that was, when they are now middle-aged women largely living kind of unspectacular lives in suburbia, um, things start to uh, heat up again. And their past comes um, knocking on their doors once again. Um, well, that sounds very interesting. It is awesome. Uh, the cast um, is comprised of our 90s favorites, including Christina Ricci, Juliette Lewis, Melanie Linsky. These are the three leads in the present yeah. day sequences. And then Great you've casting. got a wonderful um, uh, ensemble of teenage girls playing those younger parts um, in the flashback sequences. Well, it sounds very um, cool. I'm only halfway through the first season, but it's a wonderful mixture of sort of horror, mystery, um, and pitch black comedy. Yeah. So it's right up my alley. I really like it. Um, and then finally, really quick. Guillermo del Toro's new movie, Nightmare Alley, um, did yeah. not do very well in theaters. No, when but it was I've released. heard good things. It's excellent, and it is now available to stream on Hulu and HBO Max. So, if you're a subscriber to either of those services, I really recommend taking the time to check out del Toro's new one. It's quite long. But it's beautiful. The cast is wonderful, and it's a pitch black, cynical film noir through and through, um, with what might be my favorite Bradley Cooper performance in the lead role. He's okay. Excellent. Well, you said that about Licorice Pizza too. So, I mean, here's the thing: Bradley Cooper comes on the screen, and you're like, "I love it. I want more of it. This is my favorite." I do like Bradley Cooper. Sam, he had quite a good year. Let's do it. With let me argue this little bitch come by on. the name of Bradley oh, Cooper come next on. time. Yes. Yes, I can. yes, because I'm tired of it, Corey. I'm, every time he comes on the screen, you're like, oh, you're Cooper. <laughs> well, watch Nightmare Alley first, and if and when you dislike it, at least you'll have more ammunition. But if you like it, you might feel differently about fighting. Uh-uh. I won't. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dig your heels in. That's fine. I won't. Anyway. I won't. Well, that's what I've been watching. I do think you might dig Nightmare Alley Um you got a Carol reunion there. You got Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara in that. Oh, that I, I'm, I actually am interested in seeing it. I just don't think that you know. I just don't think that he hung the moon. I don't know if he hung. Okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> to be continued.
listening to Side Talks number 202. That's as we right. Determined. 202. Um, we are your own personal cinematic. Oh, let's see here. Um, Crosby and Nash. Let's leave Stills and Young out of it. Well, they're they're okay with that, I'm sure. Just pulled their music Our off Spotify. Our house. With yep. Two cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know um, I have old dad taste in music, so you know I've listened to a little C- uh, CSNY. Can you take us out with some like I don't know what's one like Southern Cross or something really annoying? I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're sponsored by Revelator Coffee. Uh, they're making delicious coffee. Absolutely. You know, David Birmingham. Crosby must have to sip on a. On a on a coffee to to even make it through the day because he you know why because because he's old like what, yeah. are, what, are you, what are you getting at here I, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand it yeah, like, <laughs> oh. he's like the crypt keeper at this point well David Crosby is such a cantankerous also when you do that much, that many drugs throughout your lifetime I think you you know hey watch out he'll block you on Twitter gonna, he'll, right. he'll block you on Twitter don't you don't, little bit don't even worry about it he will say something pithy and mean and then block you. Um, thanks to Boutwell Studios, yeah. Uh, and thanks for to you for listening, us, producing us. Um, yeah, and thanks, yeah, to the listener. Uh, what else do we say here? Sidewalkfest.com at Sidewalk Film on social media. Come see a movie with us at the cinema. Got lots of stuffs. Bye. Bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>